in our journey in following the Lord, we have different seasons, right? And it's good when we start very well, but it's another question how to maintain what we have started well. Many, many people find it very difficult to maintain because maintenance is very hard. It requires commitment. It requires perseverance. It requires not giving up. And this morning we will see how we can be strong in Christ only if we learn to guard our place. We have to guard what has been given to us. Just like when you see in this world, when now we deal a lot with virtual world, but even in the virtual world, you have to guard. There is all over the place the questions about security. Because you don't want other people to take what belong to you. And sometimes in the spiritual, this is very true. Because the devil will try even to make the elect, those who are the elect, the chosen, to be swayed away from the truth. So we have to guard what has been given to us. And we see the promise that we get in Christ Jesus is stated in Ephesians 6 verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. This is very plain that for you and I to be able to be strong, the only way is in the Lord. Many people believe that when they have wealth, when they have a lot of money, that's their stronghold. They feel they can do anything. But actually, money can go just like that, in a moment, in an instant. And when you are lying down and sick, you will realize that even though that a lot of money cannot help you, cannot give you your soul. So the only thing that we can be strong is by being in the Lord and in the strength of His might. That means all of us, every time, at all times, we need to be aware that we are so weak without God. No matter who you are, maybe you have served the Lord for many years, but without God and His strength, we all are weak. So we have to know that being strong only 
can be found in one place, which is in the Lord. And even in Ephesians 1, 9 and 10, it says, Making known to us the mystery of his will, according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ, as a plan for the fullness of time, to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. So there is a mystery that has been revealed, which is what we read in the New Testament, uh, mostly by the writing of Paul, that uh, Christ Jesus is giving grace not only for the Jews, but also for the Gentiles. So it's a mystery that God wants all the nations finally to be his own people. And this is being set forth in Christ Jesus when Jesus came and then he make a way for other nations, for you and me, to become sons and daughters, to become fellow heirs of the promise from Abraham. And as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. So we are being told that finally everything, things on earth and things in heaven, it all will be united under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Right now, we don't see that happen. Even right now, we see people use the name of Jesus as a curse. But look and behold, one day, one day, everything will come under the Lordship of Jesus. So if we know that everything will be put under Jesus, we better now prepare our steps that finally when we come to meet Jesus, we are prepared. We do not lose our place in Christ Jesus. And there are so many times, many times, it's not only the devil, but also our weaknesses in the flesh, that sometimes we get out from that place being in Christ Jesus. Who is Jesus? Jesus is the Word of God. So whenever we go away from the Word of God, we don't stay in our place in Christ Jesus. And who is Jesus? Jesus is the fullness of truth and grace. When we walk by the spirit of religion, we go out from our place, being in Christ Jesus. What is a spirit of religion? Spirit of religion is feeling that, oh, I have to do this. Oh, I have to uh, go to church. I have to sacrifice. But it's only for the do and don'ts. It's being only as a law, but we don't have the heart connection. And Jesus is looking for love relationship. 
a heart that do everything because I love you, Jesus. That's why I serve my brothers and sisters, because I love you. So we have to be very careful that things that we do is not out of religion, but out of our love for him. So if we want to stay in our place in Christ Jesus, there must be that connection. You know, the head and the body, it has to be connected. Otherwise, it's dead. So Jesus is the head, we are the body. When we pray, do we feel that connection? I can tell you for sure, God wants to be connected with you more than we want. He really wants to be connected. So when you pray and you feel like, oh, it's just so heavy, oh, I don't get anything. You need to persevere. You need to come first step with a broken heart. Repentance, brokenness will open the way for the connection to happen. So how we have our place in Christ Jesus being secure. So the goal of the message this morning is that each of us, every one of us, will guard our place in Christ Jesus in order to stand strong until the end. That's our prayer, that we will see each one of you until the end, that whatever may come, whatever may happen in the future, you still stand firm in the faith. Because it's true that even people who are being called pastors, when they have problems, and some of them, even they say, I renounce the faith that I once believed. When you know the truth, when you know Jesus personally, that's the only way for you to stand firm until the end. It's only need a simple faith. When we are in our humility, acknowledging, yes, God, you are my maker, you are my creator. I trust in you, even though I don't understand at the moment. That's faith. And our prayer is that for all of you, until the end, you stand firm in the faith, in the truth of God. So today, let's look at the life of King Joash from Second Chronicles, verse 24. If you have your Bible, you can have it open in that chapter. 
we will see what we can learn from his life because the life of King Joash is one of the example of the few kings that started very well. They become very strong. They win their battles. They follow the Lord. They love the Lord. But when they become strong and mighty, they change. So this is the story of humankind. When we become strong, when we feel okay, then our heart can change. So this is a story to be a lesson for us. Never to undermine what can happen in our heart. The moment you change a few degrees, when you continue, it will be a long way off from the original. So let's see number one. We see from the life of King Joash. Let's read from verse 2. It says, And Joash did what was right in the eyes of the Lord all the days of Jehoiada the priest. Joash was saved by his auntie when his grandmother killed all the royal offspring because she wanted to reign. So she killed everyone except for Joash when maybe he must be less than one year old. So he was still a baby. So his auntie saved him and hid Joash in the house of the Lord for six years. Because usually king, they don't go into the house of the Lord in the inside. So Joash was safe in the house of the Lord because his aunt is the wife of Jehoiada. So he was being kept for six years. And in the seventh year, by the instruction of Jehoiada the priest, they declare, long live the king. And he was still seven years old. So he became king at seven years old. But because he was still young, so the high priest Jehoiada became his mentor. Maybe he's been like a father to him, right? Because he's been with him since he was a baby. So the high priest Jehoiada mentoring this young king. And Joash did what was right in the eyes of the Lord all the days of Jehoiada. So this is a very good testimony. When you have a good mentor in your life, that will give you life and blessings. So be careful. Who is your mentor? Under whose teaching you are sitting? You need to read the Bible as the truth of God to, to see what is the truth. And right now, many of us, We'll find so many kind of teachings are available online. You know, we can go, we can hear from so many people. But be careful whose influence 
you are listening to. You have to see the life of the person, the fruit. And even more better is the end of their life. That's what's being said in Hebrew. You have to see how they end their life. If they end it well, then it's good. So Joe has had a good influence, godly influence, that he was following the Lord. He was in the right way, in the righteousness and truth. And we even read that the Bible recorded this about Jehoiada. And when they had finished, finished the repairing of the house of the Lord, and they offered burnt offering in the house of the Lord regularly all the days of Jehoiada. But Jehoiada grew old and full of days and died. He was 130 years old at his death. And they buried him in the city of David among the kings because he had done good in Israel and toward God and his house. So they do a lot of good things under King Joash because of Jehoiada. They repaired the temple of God which was being left uh, broken here and there. And also some of the things are missing. So there were no regular sacrifices to the Lord. And under Jehoiada and King Joash, they sacrifice, they put in offering to repair and rebuild the house of the Lord. And not only repairing, but they also offer burnt offerings regularly all the days of Jehoiada. One person righteous can affect even a nation. So don't think that when you choose to do the right thing, you say that, oh, it's useless. It's only me doing it. What's the use? When you do the right thing, you never know your impact. And this person, Jehoiada, he stand for the truth. And the whole nation follow the truth. And Jehoiada grew until full of days, 130 years old. And even though he was not a king, he was buried in the city of David among the kings. So this is what it said. The day of death is better than the day of birth. Jehoiada finished very well. You don't have to be a king, but if you do what you are being called to do well, very well, you will receive honor. Just like Jehoiada, he didn't try to be a king. Maybe the young king also did many mistakes. He could have taken over, but he did not do that. He was faithful to his calling, and he had done very well in his calling. 
That's why at the end of his life, he was highly honored. So this is the godly influence in the life of King Joash. You can imagine 130 years old. So Joash must have had a long time with Jehoiada. He must have known the ways of the Lord. He must have known, oh, this, is, this should be this way. But what happened? All these years, being mentored under the godly influence, it still can change. So this is the danger. As long as we still live, we have to be watchful. So let's read what happened to King Joash. For 17 until 19. Now after the death of Jehoiada, the princess of Judah came and paid homage to the king. Then the king listened to them and they abandoned the house of the Lord, the God of their fathers and served the Asherim and the idols. And wrath came upon Judah and Jerusalem for this guilt of theirs. Yet he sent prophets among them to bring them back to the Lord. This testified against them, but they would not pay attention. So this is what we learn from King Joash. After the death of Jehoiada, things started to change. What happened? Because of the circle of influence. So now, those who are around him are the princes of Judah. And the part of the king happened when he listened to them. Instead of listening to the good source, he listened to the princes of Judah. And by listening to them, you know, there is one proverb that say, when you listen to a gossip, it's like something that goes into your inward parts. Even though it's a gossip, it can go deep down your heart. So in order to keep and guard the heart, you have to keep and guard your ears. Whom do you listen to? Who are your friends? This is very important. Who are your counselors? Very important. And because of what he listened to, 
the unthinkable happened in verse 18. They abandoned the house of the Lord and served other gods. So when you took that little way off, and you will find yourself at another place. But yet, God did not leave them. God did not just, okay, you leave me, fine, go your way. In verse 19, we read, God sent them again and again prophets. And it proved that when the prophet was being sent, they did not listen. So the heart has become hardened. Along the way, sin upon sin, transgression upon transgression, and the heart become hardened. So be careful for the little sin, because the little sin will lead you on and on and on until your heart cannot feel anymore. You feel numb. And it's true that sometimes in our lives you have to choose. You have to choose your friends. You have to choose your counselor. You have to choose the right teachers. And what you choose will influence how you will fulfill the calling of God in your life. What you choose will influence how you will walk your life. And along this way, they did not only abandon the house of the Lord. They stopped, maybe in our language now, they stopped going to church. They stopped maybe going to connect groups. And because they changed their friends, now my friends, they don't care about church. They don't go to church. My friends are not the ones in the connect groups. And it's a choice for us to choose. But this path proved to be very fatal to King Joash. Let's continue reading in verse 20 until 22. Then the Spirit of God clothed Zechariah, the son of Jehoiada, the priest, and he stood above the people, and he said to them, Thus says God, why do you break the commandments of the Lord so that you cannot prosper? Because you have forsaken the Lord, he has forsaken you. But they conspired against him, and by command of the king, they stoned him with stones in the court of the house of the Lord. Thus Joash the king did not remember the kindness that Jehoiada, Zechariah's father, had shown him, but killed his son. And when he was dying, he said, 
May the Lord see and avenge. So we see the unthinkable happen. Once they abandoned the house of the Lord, then their life started to go even further and further. And one day, God used the son of Jehoiada to deliver the word of warning. And he said, why do you break the commandments so that you cannot prosper? In other words, if you want to prosper, there is no way but to walk in the truth of God. And because you have forsaken the Lord, he has forsaken you. Now, this is the one that is so uh, ominous. It's like, because you have forsaken the Lord, God has forsaken you. And if God forsaken you, look what calamity will happen to you. And it's the same thing when God says, draw near to God, and God will draw near to you. So God has granted us free will. Either we want to forsake him or we want to draw near to him. And I'm sure when we want to draw near to him, there are many temptations trying to stop us. Oh, I have to do this. Oh, I have to do that. Busyness. Laziness. I'm tired. I don't feel like praying. I don't feel like meditating on the Bible. And maybe we are postponing. Oh, I will do that tomorrow. Maybe today I'm not being a good son or daughter, Lord. Tomorrow I will. When we are delaying things, are we drawing near to God or are we forsaking Him? And it's a scary thing when the Lord forsakes us. It's a scary thing. And what happened when Zechariah delivered the word, they did not receive, but they even conspired. And by the command of King Joash, they killed him. Just because he delivered the word of God. He got killed. So here we see, how can you, King Joash, you who have been brought up by Jehoiada, now when you become a strong king, you kill his son. How can it happen? Don't you remember all the kindness? It's unthinkable. It's all started by listening to the wrong advice. It's all started by mingling with the wrong friends. And down the road, the things that never come across, it happens. And the Bible already warned us, do not be deceived. Be careful. It's a deception. Deception is like, we don't know that it was like that. Oh, it's a spam. We thought it was like this, but it turned to be not so. Do not be deceived. Bad company ruins or corrupts good morals. 
good habits. Never undermine the power of friendship. It can influence your life. So whom do you listen to in Psalm 25 verse 14? The friendship of the Lord is for those who fear him and he makes known to them his covenant. Friendship also can mean intimacy, consultation, a secret, secret counsel, secret assembly. Whom do you befriend? Do you befriend good people? Do you befriend God? Or do you befriend the world? If we have the fear of the Lord, then God is drawn to us. These people, this person knows my name, fear my name. He is drawn to those kind of people. And the third one is the sow and reaping. This is a law. This is a principle. You cannot escape. There is a law and principle of what you sow, you will reap. In Galatians, it's also being said, do not be deceived. Whatever you sow, the same you will reap. If you do not sow a fruit tree, you will not reap a fruit. If you sow thorns, you will reap thorns. Verse 25, we read what happened to King Joash. When they had departed from him, which is the enemy who came, the Arameans came and defeat him, leaving him severely wounded. His servants conspired against him because of the blood of the son of Jehoiada the priest and killed him on his bed. So he died and they buried him in the city of David, but they did not bury him in the tombs of the kings. Isn't this ironic? King Joash, what he saw, he killed Jehoiada's son. And now what happened to him? He was sick because of the enemy. He was severely wounded. And yet his servants, instead of helping him while he was still sleeping, his servants killed him on the bed. And when he died, they did not bury him in the tombs of the kings because the people see what kind of life that it was not fitting to have the honor of a king so they did not put him in the king's tomb So be careful in our later end. Proverbs 19.20, listen to advice, accept instruction that you may gain wisdom in the future. In the future, in MKJV, it says, so that you may be wise in your later end. In your life at the end, so that you will be wise. You need to listen to advice and accept instruction of the truth ecclesiastes 7 verse 8 
Better is the end of a thing than its beginning. And the patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit. So when we end, good, that's so much better. So right now, maybe you have done mistakes in your life. You have done some things that are not right. But as long as you can still hear the message today, then it means you have time to receive instruction, to make amends in your ways, so that in your later end, you will gain honor. And you will still guarding your place in the Lord Jesus. Let me invite the musicians to come forward. And we all can stand up together. God is a God of mercy and grace. His mercy are new every day. Great is your faithfulness. So let's come to him. Whatever you have done in the past, God can redeem. He can ransom your past. And He desires, He longs to see you grow in the right community. That you stand strong in Christ Jesus until the end. Let's sing. This is my desire, Lord. Lord, I give you my heart, my everything to you, Lord.